Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life? Manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life. Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Kelsey Aida, your co-host of High Vibin' It. I'm also here with Miss Lindsay Robinson and we are here to help inspire you, give you some useful perspectives. And today we have a very special guest who is near and dear to my heart. So I'm really happy to have him on. (laughs) And we'll get to that in a second. But first, we want to tell you guys a little bit about one of our new partners, LinkedIn Jobs. So if you guys are anything like us and you run small businesses, you need a team of people, you know that hiring the right person can take time and oftentimes it's time that you don't necessarily have. And urgency can even be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business because if you're hurrying the process, you might not find the right people. But that's why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. Because LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job posts in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly, even if they're not necessarily looking for a job. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by other people who may want to work with you and be hired by you. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. You guys can get in front of 25 million plus engaged job seekers, get qualified candidates and reach people you actually want to hire. So find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off with us. Just visit linkedin.com slash vibin. That's V-I-B-I-N. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash vibin to get $50 off your first job. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. If you're looking to hire anyone, LinkedIn jobs can help you. So today we are talking with Mr. James Wolf. I know him as James Mendoza and we have him here because he is a wealth of knowledge and can access many helpful perspectives and is a very kind, compassionate, I would say helpful person. And one of his purposes here on earth, and correct me if I'm wrong, James, is to be a guide for people to help them through the heavy stuff, to show them how to heal themselves, how to love themselves more, have more self-compassion, understanding, and all the amazing things that are like that. (laughs) I wouldn't correct you. I think that's um, covering some of the branches on the tree for sure. So I have never met James and I'm just being in his presence for like the 20 minutes before the show. Like he's very calming. (laughs) I, 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 I'm, I'm very uh, happy to be here with you today. So thank you so much for being on the show. And I know I would like to know as somebody who's meeting you for the first time, what kind of brought you to be the person you are today? Like what was, what was that journey like? You can go as deep or as, you know, shallow into it as you want to. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks for having me, both of you. Um, the journey has been insane. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about, like, what was my story or mm-hmm. know, however the question was worded. But um, it started off with, a, like, coming to this planet was, like, the shit hit the fan right away. Um, and what I mean by that is um, 
I began going through a lot of initiations immediately. Um, when I reference initiations, I would call them like like high level traumas that involve even like near death. And so um, in the neonatal stage of my life, I contracted um, or I got whatever the proper terminology for getting infantigo or uh, not infantigo, um, spinal meningitis. Infantigo came later. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I got spinal meningitis um, in the neonatal stage and had to basically um, to stay resuscitated, to stay alive. They had to sticking needles in my head as a, as a super small infant. So incubation, you know, um, separation from those you're supposed to be um, building healthy attachments with. So what I learned first and first out of the, out of the gate was that I'm alone, separate. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but alone in a, in a way that, you know, not every child experiences, it's like true terror. Absolutely. So um, the things that I remember about that, which I was kind of reflecting on earlier, is like having the choice to stay, stay here or to go back to where we go. <laughs> and you, um, you, ha you have like cl pretty clear or, or even a vague memory of what that was like? I do. Um, and the way that I access memory is not the same as a lot of people i say that because i use more senses like being an extrasensory um you have the knowledge that you um are capable of feeling things with different kinds of feelers different kinds of sight and so i was already aware that i had that at that stage i didn't know that i was different though in that way until a bit later but it wasn't much later that i started yeah. to discover that oh they're not aware of this yeah and it's so funny because you'll see you'll read about most most children don't know that it's different until they see the contrast and they're like oh oh okay so i better you know yeah. sometimes kids will lock it away because they don't want to be you right. know, have the spotlight on them. So wait, how old were you when, when you had the meningitis, the spinal meningitis? Um, it was in the neonatal stage. I can't like remember exactly. But like what days, I've been told right? Probably. Within like a month, I think. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Welcome so then, to earth. You yeah. have meningitis. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to earth. Um, so. You want to stay. <laughs> yeah. So you, I don't want to say it got resolved, but it, you eventually left the hospital uh, and then yeah. you went back. There was, I left the hospital like after birth. Yeah. And then, you know, within like a, a short time, I had to go back. Right, right, right. Okay. And what I've understood by the, like the um, linear timeline of it is that a doctor took like, special interest in my case and like made it her personal mission to help me stay alive. Um, yeah. And, and what I, Re what I know from my own resource of, of understanding is that that level of love helped me to stay motivated to stay here because I wasn't getting that level of love from my um, caretakers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It they were in a lot of trauma themselves and experiencing a lot of distress. 
um, my father, like, uh, it, they never were really married, my mom and my dad. And so it was, you know, how people say, oh, it's an accident. <laughs> it was like that kind of arrangement. Um, right. And my mom was in a deep, deep level of, of um, uh, depression, trauma, distress. She had been through a really tough life too. We come from, I'm native, so we come from a really tough energy history you know mm-hmm. lots of ancestral trauma so all natives go through a lot of intense darkness yeah Cause, i, cause I would imagine a, there's a lot of carrying to the next generation 100 mm-hmm. yeah and so basically i was like the one to be like the chain breaker of all the trauma within my whole like lineage <laughs> I mean, let's hear it for the chain breakers. I know there's some chain breakers listening to. I definitely am a chain breaker. So props. Awesome. It takes so much <laughs> strength to be able to just say yeah. no more. No more. For sure. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. It was our agreement before we got here. You know, right. Come, yeah. Come here as the indigos and you know, whatever one else labels mm-hmm. as those those energy types. Yeah. So what happened like you mentioned there were th- three right so what happened after the spinal meningitis Um, incident yeah I went through like my whole childhood was abuse trauma all kinds of abuses physical sexual emotional um all of it everything that you can have and and it was like every day constant I was never safe so I learned to exist in fight or flight literally and so um it wasn't until I got into my 20s and like my later 20s, I um, was in a stint of like, do you know, being in the world <laughs> and using the world as a coping mechanism to try to you know, um, quiet down the pain. And what do you the, mean by using the world? I have an idea, but sure. Um, like doing what we do is a lot of young folk, we go and we like. You you know, we choose social circles that are really uh, not beneficial Mm. in a health sense or in a holistic sense. Um, Lots of like drinking and sex and the whole (laughs) instant gratification material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything to numb the pain was what I was looking for. So I had become a master of um, coping mechanisms, and so I used all kinds of them, all kinds. So after a really big night of like not really sleeping for a week and just, you know, being in that scene, I was kind of like what, you know, social circles like that would call like a big deal or (laughs) Kelsey kind of got the end of some of that when I was, she'll explain later when she tells everyone how we met, but (laughs) um, like in town, people knew me, let's just say that. And they, they knew me because I, partied with them I joined them in their in their life that way and and I, and I did it because I was looking for my family a sense of belonging I was yeah you know very wounded and traumatized so so in my 20s I got the second kind of big initiation near death and I got the cousin of staph infection it's called infantigo and um wow. it was like four or five days of the most intense fever and hallucinations about the third day. I recall like my breath stopping 
and I had left, I was living in this like little like studio loft and it had like a loft bed up top. And I remember being up there just by myself and like all these insane visions and demons and just the most horrendous stuff. This like fever that wouldn't break for days. And I just was like, I I think I'm going to go. I think Mm -hmm. I'm dying. This is it. You know, I must have something that's taken me out because this doesn't feel normal. Um, You know, take that with an extrasensory perspective. So any little thing feels like 10,000 times stronger for us. Um, Even like a cold feels like 10,000 times Mm -hmm. worse. And so I was like like living hell is what was going on. But I recall the third day I kind of stopped breathing. And I don't know how long I stopped breathing, but I did. And I came back and I remember everything shifted, like belief systems. I had done some kind of processing and integration within that astral travel work. Yeah. And, and that um, that place and things shifted and nothing was ever the same after that. I just started pursuing awareness, more self-awareness. And um, one of my relationships, I was dating a musician. We um, ended up on the couch of a, you know, a psychic or whatever you you know you want to call this person. And this was the first time I heard the word shaman. And the, you know that word has a lot of triggers for people. It even triggers me. But it was the first time that I was like referenced as that energy. Um, wow. And um, it, it was intense. <laughs> it was intense. But that to cover the second kind of death experience or initiation, that was the second one. So right after this happens, you, you come out of it, you wake up, fever subsides. How soon after that did you see the psychic who kind of confirmed to you that you were a shaman? So I... Got out of that. My friend from Hawaii like came out of nowhere and visited me, and I like was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and it was like the fourth or fifth day. He knocks on my door, comes in. He's like, "What the fuck happened to you?" Oh, man. <laughs> um, he's like, "You look like you're dying," and I had all these like sores all over my face and in my eyes, inside my mouth. Oh my gosh! And I I had this like odor to me that smelled like death. <laughs> I can imagine. And, um, it was insane. And so he somehow like got word to my mom or I don't know, my mom got word of, of what was going on. And she took me to this doctor that was a, a naturopath um, mm-hmm. from Peru. So he had like an awareness of the spirit world and, as well and the metaphysical world. And I walked in and he's like, what's going on? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you just went through Infantigo and you did it without anything and he's like that's so dangerous he's like i'm sure you could feel it that can kill you he's like i'm not really sure (laughs) you made it but you're here so so here's the million dollar question then why do you Mm -hmm. think because i'm sure you've reflected on this a lot why do you feel like you had so much motivation to keep coming back it's a really good question (laughs) I had that reflected to me one time in a um, counseling session. I used to go to counseling. Um, 
when like I was in my twenties and the counselor was like, I don't know what it is about you, but you should have been the dead a bunch of times. She didn't even know all my story. <laughs> she just like from like <laughs> just the the stuff that we were talking about that was current. Dude, She's like, so how are you alive? So many people have said that to me. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. How are yeah. you alive? How are you not being studied by scientists to be so normal <laughs> as you are? And like that, those are like the top qu- things that people say to me when they just hear like a sliver, just a sliver. Exactly. You don't even like if I just they went know. into it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, <laughs> I so understand. Yeah, that's and so, so she funny. reflected to me and she said, "You just have this fire inside of you that just won't die." And, you know that that was a it was a good pers- it was a healthy perspective for me to take in at the time mm-hmm. to show my. Um, ability to survive and my resiliency this resiliency resiliency of my spirit um and resiliency i've uh developed even further within my current practice and way of life in in a way that's even like i think even better (laughs) than just like enduring because i believe i was enduring yeah, um, and now you help people transition from the enduring phase into the thriving phase by healing all their 100%. unresolved stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's walked the walk, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and do you feel like? I mean, I don't think anyone's ever done, but do you feel like you've kind of stepped into your life's purpose? Is this what you're supposed when, to be doing? Oh, do I think? I mean, it's there's not even a question. Yeah. Yeah, I can I tell. Really that. <laughs> it's it's a it's such a strong knowing. I, I was listening to this wonderful doctor. He's a psychologist, Doctor Gabor Mate, and um, he was giving a, um, a speech at a conference, and he was talking about this book. And in the book, it was an actual account of what was going on. This, I think, it was an anthropologist was walking through the jungle. And this remote village with these people, and walked out of the village, walked into the jungle with some others, and he was confronted with um, one of the tribes that's not really touched by man. And he said that he was just like so taken by them because they had no question about what their purpose was in this world. Wow! And that's how I feel when it, when it comes to this. Like they didn't question anything like that. Like uh-huh. they're they're not like us where we go like, what's their purpose? Like, yeah. like who am I? What am I doing? Like they that literally doesn't even enter their mind. Or there's something their, to be said about too many energy. choices, too many options. <laughs> um, well, uh, when we come back from break, we're gonna dive sure. deeper into this with you. I cannot wait to talk to you more. Uh, we're gonna take a cool. quick break, and we'll see you in a second. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. 
In case you haven't heard already, I'm hosting a self-love retreat coming up very soon, February 2020 in Mexico. And it's going to be a really amazing opportunity to make some like-minded friends, love yourself like never before, soak up the sun, eat some amazing food, and just overall have a blast and soothe your nervous system for a whole five days. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in, then go ahead and apply at kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat. Hope to see you there. Have you realized that this new year will mark the end of a decade? Hey guys, Lindsay here. And if you haven't heard, I'm only taking two more one-on-one clients for the rest of 2019. So if you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success, self-love, abundance, empowerment, or really anything keeping you from becoming your truest, most badass self, I can help you. I know you feel like you've tried everything and you're sick of starting over. I can still help you. So go to lindsayrobinson.com forward slash apply dash now and let's talk about making the next decade the best of your life. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. You are listening to High Vibe In It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hi.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. That's hi.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Kelsey here. This portion of the show is brought to you in part by Native. At Native, they create safe, simple, and effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Not convinced? Just check out their 9,000 five-star reviews from their customers. One of those five-star reviews would be from me because (laughs) I'm obsessed with my new Native deodorant that smells like, what is it? Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. It's like a candle, you guys. I just... Mm -hmm. it's good um so yeah we really love native deodorant it's aluminum free it works great um Lindsay, what do you have to say about this well my biggest thing is always that it's safe and effective safe and effective because i've i sworn off aluminum deodorant a while ago especially being a nursing mom i don't want any of that going on so i love that it's aluminum free and i also love that it works (laughs) because that's the other half of that too you want it to work Um, I got lavender and rose and it smells divine, but if you guys want to try it, just go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code VIBIN, that's V-I-B-I-N, during checkout and you guys get 20% off your first purchase as a listener of High Vibe in It. Once again, go to nativedeodorant.com, use the promo code VIBIN at checkout and get 20% off. Should I use the joke that I was going to (laughs) use? Speaking of natives. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) There's a bunch of native people hanging out on this call so many, today. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're here with our my new friend and Kelsey's friend, James. <laughs> he is a multi multi-sensory. Is that what you, what the word Extra is? Sensory. Extrasensory, multi-dimensional being. He's so awesome. Um, I have so many questions for him. But before we went to break, we were talking about um, kind of how you got into this and the first time you heard the word shaman and mm-hmm. did you, did you reject it right away or were you, um, I didn't, you know just... what it, I didn't know what that word meant. Yeah. Well, it's... you mentioned that it triggers you. So in what way do you think? Mm, I think that 
there's been a lot of people kind of misuse the word. I would agree. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, what's, in, what's important for me to say about it is that it doesn't belong to our like culture here in like, this Western culture. It mm-hmm. comes from the Tungus people of Siberia. So okay. their, their indigenous way to describe a person that has like similar capabilities and kind of like the life story that I'm bringing to you mm-hmm. is they call them a shaman. So, so what, what do you call yourself? I chose the word sage just because it's, it feels very, just, just more accurate to our current mm-hmm. culture here. You know, because I wasn't raised by anyone from the Dungas tribe in Siberia. And I wasn't able to be groomed or um, taken care of by an elder from my own tribe due to colonialism mm-hmm. and patriarchy and, you know, what happened here in the States, all yeah. the Americas, not just the States, all of the Americas. So I have been, like, separated from that way of life. So the way that I had to learn and get initiated was through a lot of hard life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of spirit, like the spirits helped to initiate me. And what I mean by that is like, like everything has a consciousness, right? So, yeah. So I had to be initiated by a lot of consciousnesses (laughs) um, that go beyond this physical plane of existence. And um, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of like the near death stuff, that's mm-hmm. all I was in relation to near death. That is a consciousness. And so these have been teachers of mine, as, like as well as all of my experience and whatever I was in relation to within that experience. Mm-hmm. So if my experience was, let's say, um, like, how do I know about the dark night of the soul or how do I know about, you know, um, sensitivity to foods or how do I know about clear audience or, you know, all the clear abilities it's through experience and yeah. my relationship with that consciousness of those things. So what, um, I have like three questions I want to ask and I can't decide which one's highest priority right now. Kelsey, how often do you just like, <laughs> keep him on phone and <laughs> be like, okay, I have another question. Okay. Tell me about this. Okay. Cause I, yeah, just, I always have questions for James, but at this <laughs> point I know him so well that usually I just have these questions in my daily life and I'm like, hmm, he's the voice in your head tell now me about this. Yeah. Yeah. James yeah. is definitely a voice in my head. So how did you, let's talk about when you came into the picture, how did you meet him and what was kind of, how did that go down? Yeah. So James and I met bef- right before this whole shaman thing he was doing hair and I had just graduated beauty school and he owned this really cool salon in Encinitas, California. Um, And he was really talented at doing hair. And I was looking for a place where I could be really creative and charge like high prices and work in like a high end salon straight out of school. And you can't really just do that without getting extra training. So after I graduated, I basically became his apprentice And I remember I walked into the salon on like a rainy day and I met him for like five minutes. And because he's such an energy reader, he was like, okay, you're hired. Like it wasn't really much of an interview. He just kind of took me under his wing. Could tell that I was really excited about haircutting, which him and I are both more excited about cutting than like color and other aspects of hair. 
And so we bonded initially with that, but also then we just became like really good friends. We had this really interesting dynamic of like, he was my mentor and I was a student, but we were also like becoming really good friends. And it wasn't your typical like boss employee relationship at all. Um, and we just grew close working in the salon together. And then eventually we owned, we co-owned a salon together for a brief period of time. And he's been in my life for the last like seven ish years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good and timely because I've needed him. <laughs> and so what made you like look at him and be like, Oh, I can go to him for guidance. Like, did he tell you like, I can help you or I don't feel like he's the kind of person that's like, Hey, talk to me. Well, before <laughs> people just do it, <laughs> he was offering like sessions with people. Okay. Um, before all of that, he, we would just like talk friend to friend and he would always give good advice or, um, we were both kind of interested in studying like spiritual and metaphysical stuff. So he'd be like, Oh, have you read this book? Or this is what I'm studying these days or whatever. And we kind mm-hmm. of bonded over that. And then, um, anytime I would go through anything hard and I needed like therapy, I always called James, like my spiritual psychologist, mm-hmm. I would turn to him for help. And then now like I would go see him for sessions and stuff. And it's more, um, I guess formal in that way, but we've always been working together in that way, even before he was offering sessions. I gotcha. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so cool. Um, I guess my next question, cause I have so many would be, how do you know, like, what would you say to, to a person who wants to know how, like, how do you know if you're extrasensory? What do you, what are the mm-hmm. things to look for to be like, oh yeah, that's me, you know? Sure. Um, one, my g- greatest teacher that I've had thus far was Teal Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would invite everybody to go research her, her or Look up her YouTube channel specifically. That's a, an amazing resource of all this free content. Yeah, I have heard of Teal Swan actually. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's extrasensory as well. So I can just give you like, like how it feels to me to be alive, <laughs> um, and, and hopefully that kind of answers it. But the the truth about if you're extrasensory and then you're trying to sh- tell someone what it's like is that they're never going to really fully understand it. Yeah. It'd be like me telling you how (laughs) to like give birth. Like this is what labor feels like. You can't, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And some of us can actually channel and experience that to high degrees. So we would understand, but I totally, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And and I, and I I understand that. Um, So being extrasensory, I guess, how it shows up for me is you have all of the like major eight clear abilities is what mm-hmm. they they say the psychic abilities and I always get them all like, mixed up but yeah there's I, a lot of words for all there's the like w- yeah so many words that have that described you're that referring way. to like clairaudient clairsentient clairvoyant that kind of thing okay gotcha uh-huh yep all of them so you get there's like eight I think eight major ones and most extrasensories, I think I'll have all of them. And so that's how my life is. So it's like when I first got on the call with you guys, I could sense everything that was going on with you guys. Yeah. Uh, and um, the overwhelm is like, was huge, right? Because it's like, oh, it's a show. And, you know, humans mm-hmm. are excited. 
got to get your energy up. Yeah. Yeah. So as an extra sensory, like we're so open that we feel everything, see everything, hear everything, smell everything, taste everything to like this super high degree. Uh, And couple that with like, you know, like a lot of us can touch something and just boom, downloads. Um, That's me. Yeah, a lot of us just know, like we have a strong sense of cognizance. Like we just we don't know how we know, we just know it. We freaking know it, and spot on. It's spot on every time, as long as you're not operating from fear. Yeah. So how on. does how does that different differ from like an empath? Because you know, empaths are those. I that believe empath absorb. is like one part of that sensory okay. kind of um, diagram or whatever you want to say. And yeah. I'm a, I'm assuming you've used a lot of time maybe creating some healthy boundaries to protect yourself well boundary work is like super key for all of us because boundaries are preferences they're not mm-hmm. walls and my shadow teacher shadow work teacher teal teaches that hugely and it's so true like yeah um when you express a boundary, you're just telling someone like, I, I would rather have this instead of this. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I have to exercise very strong boundaries and, you know, someone that didn't experience that from an early age with all that abuse, it has been quite <laughs> a journey to get back to your boundaries mm-hmm. and, and to stay in integrity to them. So you have to be really responsible for your life because you, you're, you are so open that, a lot of them, a lot of us can develop a lot of like manipulation to get yeah. what we need within abusive dynamics. I see. Wow. Because if you're not, if you're not able to get what you need by expressing a boundary and you're getting shut down by your family or your friends or your peer groups or your, you know, your caregivers growing up, you have to meet those needs. So people like us who are also super emotionally intelligent and crafty, we can then turn to unhealthy dynamics like manipulation in a, de- in a detrimental way. Things you might have learned in the past that... Yeah, these are all experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and in my household, I, I did. I learned how to manipulate really well. Just a side so. question. Yeah, my, <laughs> I definitely did that as well. My dad, sure. you are like a master manipulator, but it's because I really wanted to yeah. go to this concert and he said no. <laughs> exactly. So I like, you know... Figured it it out. I get it. Um, So this is just a side question, but like, what's the dynamic like with your parents now? Do you have one? Um, My father passed away when I was in my teens, like very early teens. And I didn't even really know him. Mm -hmm. um, I I think I met him like like less than five times. My instinct is to say, I'm sorry, but then you'll be like, yeah, what are you sorry about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can understand <laughs> that you mean that you feel empathy. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah appreciate the empathy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's gone from a long time. Uh, had no, no real relationship with him. Left us when mm-hmm. I was basically in diapers. And then my mom and I, ha- we don't have like, she doesn't, she can't understand. And yeah. so she has, she doesn't really know what to do with me. She feels very overwhelmed which has been the experience with all my siblings, I would say. Um, and I, all my siblings are half. I don't have any like, full siblings. Oh, my God. You are so big, broken my family. life. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. 
broken up family in the sense of like, you know, nothing stayed. Um, Everybody's having babies with everyone else. <laughs> like you don't have any. Oh, full, yeah, I think no I, have, I have one full yeah. sibling and like seven half siblings. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. 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 And wow. so they didn't know what to do with me because I was the only one like this. And so the go-to was to hand me off to someone else, mm-hmm. abandon me, basically just, I was invisible. Um, yeah. So that's why you have to learn manipulation. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. But, but it sucks later because now you're an adult and you're manipulating people and, and you're hurting them and yourself, exactly. which is where the shadow work came in. And I was able to really dive deeply into healing my trauma so that I don't have to manipulate as a way to get what I need. So then did you grow up with someone that wasn't your mother? Like, I, yeah, I grew up with my mom and then she married, um, a soldier, a Vietnam veteran with, uh, like super high degrees of PTSD. So my, the, a lot of abuse came from him and her, but him specifically, he Mm -hmm. was like really emotionally and mentally abusive to me. Um, I didn't really like answer from my, my names that, because I've had many names throughout my life, which is so weird to me too. But, um, he would, uh, yeah, just lots of verbal and emotional mm. abuse. Basically treated me like a little soldier. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> it was super nuts. Yeah. Seriously, I can't say this enough. Like, kudos to you for not only surviving. First of all, that's that's an achievement just to survive that type mm-hmm. of environment and grow to be an adult. But also to sure. use your experiences to not only step into who you truly are, but use mm-hmm. your abilities to help others do the same like that's yeah I can't yeah, I can't yeah. say it enough I, I'm just grateful that um, my frequencies that were like attracting benefit were able to attract really mm-hmm. helpful helpful people like Teal Swan and, and, and some other and, and that's a great way to look at too. that my abilities to attract attracted the good like a lot of good stuff that helped you through it that's that's amazing yeah so we're going to take another break. I need a breather okay. <laughs> from <Sure>. this. <laughs> and we'll be right back with James. We'll come right back. Cool. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. In case you haven't heard already, I'm hosting a self-love retreat coming up very soon, February 2020 in Mexico. And it's going to be a really amazing opportunity to make some like-minded friends, love yourself like never before, soak up the sun, eat some amazing food, and just overall have a blast and soothe your nervous system for a whole five days. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in, then go ahead and apply at kelseyaida.com forward slash retreat. Hope to see you there. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. Have you realized that this new year will mark the end of a decade? 
Hey guys, Lindsay here, and if you haven't heard, I'm only taking two more one-on-one clients for the rest of 2019. So if you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success, self-love, abundance, empowerment, or really anything keeping you from becoming your truest, most badass self, I can help you. I know you feel like you've tried everything and you're sick of starting over. I can still help you. So go to lindsayrobinson.com forward slash apply dash now and let's talk about making the next decade the best of your life. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to High Vibe in It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Kelsey Ayeda here. And this part of the show is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is a really amazing resource that can help connect you to therapists and counselors online at a really affordable price. So if you've been thinking of talking to someone but are unsure of where to start, BetterHelp makes it really easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professional specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Join BetterHelp and get help at your own time and your own pace. You can schedule secure video and phone sessions or even text your therapist worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's a really affordable option, like I said, and High Vibinate listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code VIBIN. So if you've been wanting to talk to anyone and you need a little help, a little support, you can get started now. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash VIBIN. Simply fill out the quick questionnaire and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com forward slash VIBIN. And I actually just signed up for this service uh, a couple days ago. And it was really easy to do the little questionnaire. They ask you like what you want help with, why you want help, um, what type of person you'd like to be matched with. And then they matched me with someone really quickly. And I got going on the paperwork and stuff really fast. So this is a really, really good option if you're like, I really need a therapist, but maybe I can't afford therapy or I need to see someone online because I can't leave the house or whatever it is, um, BetterHelp is a really great option and you guys get a discount. So go check it out. Go check it out. You know, I'm thinking of having a page like on our website or something where people can just access all of our discount codes. Yes, that's a good idea. We need to make that. So stay tuned. But in the meantime, (laughs) we're back with James. Now, James is super psychic. Um, according to Kelsey and, and from what I've just witnessed during this interview, um, psychic and intuitive and, uh, just gets people, I guess, whether, whether you're trying to project, um, a certain thing or not, you kind of tend to see right through that. Would that be accurate? You can see through people's like defenses pretty easily. (laughs) I I know that's what it is for me is a defense. Um, yeah, I see people's projections and I can yeah. see everything that's going on with them, why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, you, for example, okay, go ahead. I'm just going to speak from being on the other side of this, like working with James, if I go in and I'm having some sort of emotion, and I might not even be aware of the emotion that I'm feeling, and James will be like, oh, Kelsey, do you feel anxious today? And I'm like, do I feel anxious today? <laughs> and then I feel into it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, he, then maybe he asks me, why do you feel anxious? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me look into that a little bit more. But 
Like James picks up on everything. There's no space for inauthenticity, which is something that used to really scare me in, in the beginning of our relationship because I didn't really know how to handle it. But now that I've been around him enough, it scares me less. Yeah, it still scares <laughs> yeah. you, but just less. Yeah, our protectors, you know, they did a good job. They yeah. survived a trauma. But what happens is now we use them to keep people from being like you know, more intimate with us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's because most people will use, well, not most people, but we tend to get experiences where people will maybe use that against us, you know? So that's why we like project so that we don't yeah. get, get ourselves in trouble with somebody. It's well, like being on so, the offense constantly. Yeah. But when you're with someone like me, I don't like, I'm not here to judge pers- a person's energy or th- even their projectors or their roles or their attachments that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to help you understand them so that you can like go into your true self, like your, your, be who you really are and stop yeah. using a mask or a role because it's, it's tiring for you and for the world. It's what's keeping us disconnected as well is having to constantly access like, what does this person want me to be so that I'm approved of or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Now I was going to talk to you about this during the break, but I wanted to kind of bring it up for the show so that I could get your answer on air. Plus I didn't know if we'd have enough time during the break. So here it goes. Uh, When I tell the story sometimes, but it's not the first time that I'm telling it. I was doing my past life regression certification because I uh, am a hypnotherapist. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of going in and out of trance during training and going Mm -hmm. to places. And during our uh, past life regression training, it was a weekend. So it was two or two days, eight hours a day, just going in and out and practicing and uh, mm-hmm. have partnering up and doing this thing. And I always felt from a young age, my my dad has had moments where he's told me he's psychic. My mother throughout my childhood has told me that she's got some psychic stuff. She had a Ouija board growing up. Kelsey, I know what you think about Ouija boards, but that's where I learned it from. It's my mother. And they've always been like spirit world kind of thing. But my dad told me, don't open the door because once you open it, you can never close it. And so that's what I carried into my like adult life, super afraid of anything like that. And I even have, yeah. this is a fun fact, I even have a scar on my forehead from when I hit my head as a kid that looks like a closed eye in case that you need any validation that I have some issues around that. <laughs> but I, uh, so during this training, we were trying to go in, and uh, interview or, or have a uh, session with our council of elders. And so I, as I was going into trance, I literally felt, and I, this is, I remember it so vividly, like either a sweeping of a curtain over Mm -hmm. my forehead. And Mm -hmm. I knew deep down that the curtain was being lifted in essence. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I felt. And so I had that session and and, uh, went along my day. But ever since then, if I let myself, and if I really like focus on the, the channeling of it, you know, you kind of forget things and you let them dull. But Mm -hmm. for a minute, especially right after this, I would see like sparks, like sparkles Mm -hmm. to the point where I saw a really big square one, almost as if someone was reflecting a mirror about this big. Mm -hmm. And, and I was like, what is that? I've never seen that before. And then it was during class with my teacher at the time. And two days later he died. And I was like, oh my gosh, I saw it. I I had a premonition, Mm -hmm. like something happened. Cause so to me, those big ones feel more like uh, what would the word be like a, like an 
omen, I guess. And I don't know what the word is, but the little sparks are always energy unless it's like a blue one. And then I feel like it's like a consciousness of some kind. So what it like, if I were to, I don't know what my question is, except the fact that I needed you to know that I'm a little bit psychic too. Um, but, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> you're dealing, you're dealing with kind of like a split in yourself. Oh, for you, sure. The split is that your father projected his fear onto you and, it, and then you internalized it. Oh yeah. That's so now sure. you, that's his voice when you're hearing that. And yeah. then you're also having your own kind of like attempt at having your autonomy by going to this training and becoming more psychic. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's the split right there, but you still like, as you're, you know, I've been here today, we can see both. I'm a duality always. <laughs> well, everyone <laughs> has splits. Yeah. So like if, do, do people, come, like if I were to say, if I were to say like, James, I want to come to you and do some sessions to awaken my abilities in a mm-hmm. way that I feel safe and that I can make sure that I stay in control of what it, cause a lot of people, you know, the fear is I'm not gonna be able to control what comes in. I'm gonna get possessed or, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So if, do people come to you for that honing of their abilities ever? I'm sure they must. That's kind of like a dominant reason why. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also just a dominant byproduct of like becoming aware. You become more fully yourself. Mm-hmm. So your gifts are going to obviously be a natural byproduct. Yeah. So, I definitely yeah, feel like that's what happened. It's to me. necessary. Like that's integration is going to lead us there. Mm-hmm. Healing of our trauma, which is you know unresolved distress is going to lead you to being more you. More you is going to come with, well, what was I before that trauma? Because the trauma usually is a suppressing of what we originally fully were. Yep. So That's a million dollar question. Open up all this stuff. And yes, yeah. you will be more psychic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happened to me when I was healing from my breakup in San Diego, that traumatic experience, mm-hmm. and then doing the emotional healing. A lot of it I did with James. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had like this Kundalini awakening and I became more psychic than I ever knew that I was. And I could talk to spirits, which I didn't know I could do. Yeah. It's interesting to, that you say Kundalini awakening. I hear that a lot. And what I learned from my teacher Teal is that Kundalini is just creative energy. It's active. It's always there. But for some reason, like at some point in history, like it became like, Oh, now you're awake at your your creative energy, but you're always using energy to create something. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. why I just felt it important to say that. Yeah, that's a good her distinction. Perspective is valid because a lot the, of people reference like Kundalini making. It's like, well, you know, you're always creative. You always are creating something. Yeah, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. And the reason why I use that word is because when I was trying to understand what was happening to me, it was the word that came to me in my mind. It, mm-hmm. it was like, you're having a Kundalini awakening. So I went on Google and mm. I was like, what's this Kundalini awakening? And then okay. if you remember, I texted you and I right. was like, what's going on? And you were like, yeah, that's So that was like yeah. where you were so that you could interpret it and get to the yeah. understanding of what you needed. Okay. Yeah. yeah makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So how can people like work with you? What do they, what do they need to do? What um, do they need to know? Well, I have a website that they can go to wolfspiritlove.com and they can just send me an email with a photo and why they want. What, what challenge they're having, what do they want to go into, what do they want to experience in their life that they're not experiencing, basically any of that, and it could be physical, emotional, mental, whatever hardship or challenge, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out through. What if they don't know? 
can they just send you a picture and be like, can you just call me, please? Well, if they're a match <laughs> to me, period, there's something to go through. There's yeah. something to understand. Yeah. Yeah. If they've, you know, if it's come into their conscious awareness that, you know, this is, this is this guy and this is this thing and they're looking at me up and they're, there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just, you don't just like come, come and come, you know, come into contact with me for nothing. Exactly. There's something there. Especially if one of the parties is very hyper aware that nothing happens by accident. It's just going to reinforce that idea that the people that are meant for you will always find you, even if the person might think it's an accident. That's my yeah. favorite part of life. Since, is that <laughs> since we're, yeah, we're in the law of attraction or the law of mirroring. There's mm-hmm. a reason. So yeah. yeah, if I'm in your awareness, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. Listen yeah. up, people. If you're listening to the show, there's a reason. Yeah, you should check sure. out James at wolfspiritlove.com. I mean, mm-hmm. I could just sit here and talk to you all day. Do you have a few minutes after the show to talk? Oh, more? yeah, absolutely. Okay. Kelsey, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're we going to continue, continue this, this party. Uh, yeah, we're going to bring this party over to our Patreon, and I'm going to plug the Patreon right now. It's patreon.com forward slash high vibe. So Sweet. if you're interested <laughs> in uh, supporting the show, you get bonus goodies and content over there discounts, exclusive content, extended interviews. More time That's with fun. James, wolfspiritlove.com. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, there was one thing I was going to say, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, I was going to ask a really important question. And Go I know we only have like two minutes till we close. But I was mm-hmm. wondering if you could um, bring to us just a general um, piece of advice or focus that you feel that the people listening to this need the most. Perfect. Okay. Let me see if I can tap into everyone. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting is that they're ready. You're ready. You're ready to go deeper. Cool. That was, that's what I would say. That's Which is why you're here. Cause oh. that's what you help people do. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't it's, take you long at all. <laughs> like, no, let me see if I can tap was, in. You're ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, it's like lightning. It's really fast. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, you guys are ready. That's so funny. Cause on my Instagram, I just put something like that today. It was like, don't worry about it. It's all happening. We're ready for the next you know part. What that yeah. means. I know. It's so cool. That means well, we're ready, Lindsay. Yeah, whatever. I know. Whatever. <laughs> I have very I'm a hundred percent aware that each time you're talking to people, you are speaking to my soul. I get it. Okay. I feel it. You're like looking right through me. I can't stand it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Go check out our Patreon. Go check out James at wolfspiritlove.com. And we are going to continue this chat on Patreon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibin' It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon. 